you know, gang, I have had it with these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. This is what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Yippee-ki-yay, Mr. Falcon. That's right. We're talking about the concept of TV edits. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to your new favorite show, The More You Nerd. My name is Drew, and I am here to do something that I never thought I would do. Defend TV edits of movies. But I can't do it by myself. I need my fairy godmother to another euphemism that was masked by some other lines. Miles, how are you, friend? Doing good. Um... I was I was a little surprised when you when you told me after uh, we got off the air last week of what you had in mind for for this week, because I think. The more I think about this subject, at first I was like, okay, Drew wants to wax poetic about something for a second. I'll let him. Um, The more I thought about the topic, I, I did think it's very interesting because this. This. Type of movie or uh, movie delivery system was very integral to, I would say, our generation, the generations before and the one after us. Um, in terms of how we how we saw some movies and how we were allowed to see some. Movies. And, and that's really what what kicked this off. It, this this whole idea in my head kicked off because of two things. One is a confirmation confirmation conversation that you and I had about Zack Snyder's new Rebel Moon. Rebel film. Moon. Rebel Moon's coming out, or at least the first movie of Rebel Moon is coming out later this year, and it is going to have both a quote family-friendly edit and a standard edit, which is, I believe, the first time that a a streaming service movie has done this. I think so. I mean, it's gonna be terrible either way. No matter what cut you get, it's okay, still a Zack Snyder okay. movie. Um, I mean, that's eh, you're spitting facts. Okay, whatever. Anyway, but. (laughs) The idea that that there is this this uh, this this film that they are spending so much time and energy on that they are then in. I I, I hesitate to use the word censorship because I think that is more heavily involved with governments enforcing something onto a project yeah, yeah i mean people people certainly overuse the term censorship um very liberally uh in discourse online i think what's interesting about this in in this particular case and i think it's specifically because we have we have been hearing more and more that netflix is looking to cut back on the ludicrous amount of money they've been spending on their original content um they have and they have been spending a lot of money and on a lot of projects that kind of fall flat. Um, your red notice notices, your heart of stone, they, these, these, you know, 75 to $150 million movies with big stars that seem to come out and no one cares. I think Adam Sandler is the only one kind of impervious to that. Um, and the reason I say this is because they've invested, I mean, regardless how I feel about 
Mr. Snyder and his creative output. This movie ain't cheap. It doesn't look no. cheap. And they are they are in the middle of an actor's strike, a writer's strike, and there is a lot of content that's not going to be coming out. This movie not only needs to do well, it needs to do very well. It need, They need to justify the amount of money they spent in this movie. So having cuts that more people than the average bear could see is, I think, a move on Netflix's end to hopefully get as many eyeballs on the product as possible. So so this is where the second part of this idea came in. And this is a conversation that I had with my wife about because I am a parent. I have two kids right now at the time of this recording. They are 11 and eight. And at the time I was my son's age, who was 11, I had seen Back to the Future, Back to the Future 2, Revenge of the Nerds, Caddyshack, all of these movies that. Uh, there there is content in these films back to the future is a little less um but uh there's content in a lot of these films that i cannot show my kids i will not show my kids caddyshack right now not because it's not a funny movie but because there are scenes in that film that i don't want them to see at this age but we the, the miles and i are millennials we were raised on television a lot in <laughs> a lot of the elder millennials but we were also raised on tv edits edited for content projects uh, of of the movies that i think i don't think i had seen alien or aliens yet but i know that i saw those on cable first there are so- i'm not gonna list the movies that i'd already seen by the time i was your son's age <laughs> yeah yeah but, but again i mean that's also slightly different but it's like there there are there are there are movies that have content in them that was cut out for TV edits and it's partially why I was able to see them in the world before st- everything was streaming all the time it's it's interesting because especially in the 80s um specifically the 80s there was there was there was a practice where they knew they had to cut content out because especially for sex or violence in your action horror films uh, sometimes they would have, have had filmed either additional scenes for the purpose of, or they took some scenes from the cutting room floor to punch up the film so that it still had a certain runtime. Halloween specifically has a TV cut that is a little bit different than the actual uh, film itself. You know, the Harry Potter movies have TV cuts that have stuff added into them. Really? Yeah, I, I, I was huh. doing this in research. And of course, I don't have the notes in front of me right now. But some of the Harry Potter movies, at least when you watch them on cable, have scenes that are not in the the theatrical or the 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 DVD release. In in most special releases of Halloween now, uh one of the big features, and, and it's usually like the special, special edition, has the made-for-TV cut, or not the made-for-TV, edited-for-TV cut in it because it has some very important scenes that were not in the theatrical version. Um, and I think, or maybe they filmed those, maybe they filmed those scenes while making Halloween 2 because it's the same cast, um, and did that. I can't remember if that was the case or not. It's been a while. But... I do remember the way my, the delivery system I saw a lot of these movies were, you know, uh, on your basic cable channels, your TBS, your Superstation uh, here in the Southeast or <laughs> USA Network, especially as a as a horror fan. They had this pr- uh, program called Up All Night, 
that sometimes was I think some model uh, or Beatrice did, or sometimes Gilbert Gottfried hosted it. Gilbert Gottfried. Um, it was usually Gilbert Gottfried and an unknown B movie actress or model. <laughs> well, the, the, there was a specific uh, blonde lady that did it for a good chunk of time. Um, was it uh, was it the same one who was on the uh, uh, we were just talking about this, the uh, weird science TV show? Was it the same one? that did I that? don't know. I mean, she did a lot of, I think, hosty stuff for. Um, for USA Network, because okay. they uh, they had the. They, they ran the US, uh, the weird science show, if I'm not mistaken, I think they did. I'm pretty sure they did because it wasn't sci fi. It's, it's at least how I saw it. Yeah. Uh, Rhonda um, Shear and Caroline uh, Schlitt, I think, are the two hosts that I'm thinking of. Those are those names are not familiar, but it's also been 20 years since I would have thought about any of this. Um, also, by the way, we should probably mention September's a weird month, gang. Uh, Miles and I are both on vacations at different points. We are just coming off of furious summer and I'm tired. Uh, so we just decided to have some some chats. These episodes might be shorter than uh, normal, and that's that's OK. We just want to. You know, talk about some stuff that we don't normally get a chance to talk about. Um, yeah, we, we, we legit just want to talk a little nerdy. Yeah. Um, so I guess I remember being a kid and the idea of content locked the way it is was like my worst nightmare. Um, <laughs> because well, no, I, let I was me, let me let me pause that for a second. When you were a kid. And you watched a movie on cable. Did you know? Did you know that there was content as part of this movie that you weren't seeing? Yeah. Well, uh, at, after a certain age, yes. After, after a I was age, about sure. nine or ten, because I would rent these movies after a certain age and be like, "Ooh, this is way different, especially if they had scenes of nudity in them. And I did. I'd seen the movie before and. Th it's there. Um, Miles rented that movie a few times specifically for any any slasher film yeah, you know yeah. that when, when you see it on tv you know there there are sex scenes that are heavily edited in like some of the later jason movies but you don't see anything and then you pop the tape in and not worry about like if a family member's walking by because i've seen this movie or in in, and, in some uh, cases <laughs> in some cases it was one of those things where you watched a movie a dozen times on tv and so you want to rent it and your parents don't clock that there's a different ver a difference in the TV version versus the 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 movie version. Yeah. And uh, you you get to, uh, you know, see some stuff that you weren't supposed to see because you just happened to see the uh, the that regular version. Um, so my dad uh, at the right before right before, but a little bit before my parents split, my dad had gotten uh, satellite um he he had invested in a satellite that a friend of his got him a, a deal on the very early years of of direct tv and in the early 90s and the most hideous thing in the world in our backyard is gigantic like 1980s satellite dish <laughs> i mean this th this thing is was just crazy um so even then, they had a parental lock system where you had to put in a code if a program that now there were no TV ratings at the time. So if if a program was or if a channel was showing a, an R-rated movie or higher, or you could set it to PG-13, I think, but he only set to R. And I remember there was a lot of talk in the 90s of like the V-chip being put in TVs so that like parents could do that with 
anything. Well, this is also when the TV, the V chip came out at the same time that the TV ratings came out. Yes. Because there used to not um, be TV ratings. Uh, children gather around and listen to old men talk about TV. This, this is what was horrifying to me is because most of my co- pop culture consumption was done after everyone was asleep and I could just watch whatever the hell I wanted because it was late at night where they would show, you know, the horror movie host stuff or crazy weird movies. And if there was a way to block those from being seen, uh, that was my worst nightmare. Now, my dad, he he essentially had it for my brothers. Uh, He gave me the code (laughs) for, for far too early of an age. But like at the same time, like I was able to like, you know, He's like, as long as you don't go above channel, whatever, because I guess the package also included like, you know, racy channels as well. And like Cinemax after 11 o'clock, but there's a reason they call it Skinemax, um, where your Red Shoe Diaries and stuff would air. Every every young man of our generation remembers when the cable company would do the free HBO Cinemax weekend, where all <laughs> of a sudden you had access to these channels that your parents didn't pay for. Well, and the wild thing was these programs weren't really porn. Like there were programs like Real Sex that were like documentaries on like sexual fetishes or the sexual like behaviors of different peoples. And it was more like a sociological documentary that just had a lot of nudity in it than it was like an erotic program. Well, and, and you know, it's interesting that you mentioned that because there is a commentary about those particular shows that were a big part of HBO in particular back in the day. Those well, HBO is like, like Dream On and well, Arliss. Well, and, I'm, but I'm, I'm talking like Taxi Cab Confessions and that sort of stuff. Those, I forgot about Taxi yeah. Cab Confessions. Those, <laughs> those uh, uh, programs are not a part of Max, HBO Max, formerly, formerly HBO Go, HBO Now. Blasphemy. Because there is the, the uh, and I, I I don't really know why. I'm just assuming that it was a situation where. Maybe they didn't have all the permissions they needed to show people's possible. faces and stuff. It's possible about that, but it's also possible that they just didn't want that content on their service because they didn't want to get branded as being the service that had that content, you know? I mean, yeah, I can totally see that. I, I I have very specific memories of like specific episodes of Taxi Cab Confessions that were like wild. And they was yeah. usually like the ones like in Vegas and like someone's like just drunkenly like making proclamations. Who, who Someone who clearly had a, a lot of the booger sugar and just this cab is this cabbie is just like wants to go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, but. I think. It's weird for me because like there's also no way for like and I know this is separate because I'm not a parent and so I don't worry about, you know, warping. And, and, th- and this is why I wanted to bring it up with you, because I, I know that we would have differing takes on this. We, well, we do, because I mean, for me, some of the most formidable experiences I had was me discovering certain things without um, a safety net, if that makes sense. Um, and. <sighs> There's no wrong. There's no wrong answer here. Really, there is there is opinions. Um, But it it is interesting because like, yeah, now all of our services are locked behind. You know, you get an account and if anything's above this, you're done. Well, Um, so so Miles, let me tell you a story about um, 
why I started putting parental controls on everything in my house. Because I didn't. Well, I know I know one of the reasons why. I didn't. Your for bank account. Well, that was a different situation. Uh, but uh, that was a that was a very different and more recent situation. That is a, a <laughs> fault of Microsoft Windows more than anything else. But anyway, um, that's a story for a different time. But uh, no, so I I d- used to not put any content protections on my stuff because I I just felt like my kids weren't going to figure it out, weren't going to find right. their way into stuff that, you know, there's a level of trust there. And then my son started playing Lego Marvel superheroes. Okay. And the thing about Lego Marvel superheroes is that they, you know, and, and a lot of the old Lego games, uh, there are what they call red bricks, which are basically cheat bricks. You find them and you unlock them. And then all of a sudden you get infinite health or more studs when you defeat bad guys and break stuff and da, 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 da. Um, but in Lego Marvel superheroes, um, the red bricks are tied behind a character named Deadpool. Which is all well and good until your children go digging in and suddenly start watching Deadpool on your Amazon Prime account because you weren't paying attention. And then they're like, oh, dad, look, we found Deadpool. And you look and they're like five minutes into the movie and it's like, oh, good Lord, what have I done? I'm a failure of a parent. Um, and that's when I started locking everything down. Um, my kids were much younger at the time. Um, so yeah, I think I remember when I, I think I remember you mentioning that. Yeah, this has been like five point. years ago that that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but it's still one of those things where, however, so so my my big take right now is I I don't plan to watch TV edit of anything because I'm a grown man. I'm an adult man. I'm nearly forty years old, and I'm. I'm a big boy and I can handle it. But it would be interesting because there are there are movies, especially in the 80s, where things were a little more. What's the word, Miles? Um, Like PG-13 didn't exist for a large portion of the 80s. The first four years. Yeah, well, okay, so a slightly less large portion of the 80s. <laughs> for for 40% of it. <laughs> for 40%. Of it. So, but even then, like, even then when the PG-13 movies came out, they were slightly, you know, rougher. Well, they than... were they, they were literally between R and PG. It was, a, it, was, it was a racier rating, which is what it was supposed, that was the function it was supposed to serve. Um, it, It's weird for me, and I... I I was kind of thinking about how this conversation would go because, you know, I am a lot more laissez-faire. But I also I remember when I worked for a charter school. Um, the I'm not gonna go on a rant about charter schools, but I uh, I was a tutor, I was an English teacher, and I ran uh, I helped run the after-school program. And during the summer, they wanted to keep that going uh, for the parents that worked, and so. Uh, at least every other day we would show a movie and they, the, they had a library of movies that they already, they already, you know, parents had kind of picked out and gave us. And they're like, well, if you know any good movies for kids, just bring one, you know, and I had been working there for a few years now. So they, they knew me and they, you know, trusted my, my taste. So I bring the Goonies thinking, oh man, the kids are going to have a blast with this movie. Forgetting everything about the the racy stuff in the Goonies. Yeah. 
and yeah. and and I should I should I should for context, this is K five through sixth grade. So some of these kids were fine, but then I had a bunch of kids starting to yell penis because you know of the scene <laughs> where they break the the penis off the statue and like you say, that's my mom's favorite part. Um, and I forgot like. I didn't even think about that because as a kid, that wasn't something I would worry about. But I also I knew these parents. I know how parents are today. No offense, Drew. Uh, and this is also 13 years ago. But I was like, nah, we can't keep watching this movie. <laughs> well, it, and it's just it's one of those things where a lot of times, again, this this factors back into cable being the primary function. A few years ago, I was part of an organization that was also working with with youth and it was uh, dealing with computers and stuff like that and one of the counselors thought it would be a good idea oh let's show them because uh let's show them revenge of the nerds because that movie was about people doing coding they were nerds doing computer stuff and luckily i heard about it before it happened to stop that because that movie is a rated oh, r comedy is- um, not only that, but that does not e- even even <laughs> even the, even the edited for TV version doesn't really hold up today because of content in that movie. And it's just one of those things where I, I, this this. Let me get to my idea, because here here is my idea, and I want to pitch this to you because, um, you know, I, I, I know you're 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 not as worried about this stuff, but well, I'm also I, I am always a fan of of exposure. Like I mean, this, this is going to sound a little, a little messed up on my part. Um, I think kids should sometimes experience things above their station and have experiences. I, Cause I feel, I feel like there were so many experiences that I had that I saw things like even, even by my admission, Oh, I probably saw that a little too young. So um, on one hand, I, I definitely agree with you. It's hard for me as a parent to say that, but I, I do understand that. I, 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 I do agree with respectful you. of that, but I, I, like, but but I but it's it's, it's I, I'm trying to stop sort of saying we need trauma. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's it's one of those things where like my my son really wanted to watch the Jurassic Park movies a few years ago, and we, uh, me not having been a Jurassic Park person, was remembering the movies as being way more bad and terrifying than the first one at least was. Uh, and to find uh, only matters uh, to find that my son had been watching Jurassic Park three on some random streaming website with israeli subtitles on it it was the weirdest thing um he also i love that because like it, that's that ex- that's, that's an exploration from when we were kids we found a way like we you, found you, you a go way, to that yes. one kid's house who would let them rent anything and that would be our chance to watch you know oh man i can watch return of living dead part three because my mom's getting you know strict about certain things but i would like the opportunity to show my kids now things that i would have been able to watch because they were rated more for me than their theatrical versions and that's where i'm thinking every streaming service every every service out there maybe not netflix but like max paramount plus peacock all of these sort of uh uh owned services they already have the tv edits of this content why wouldn't they just put that under a special banner and just let you watch those versions? 
I'm not saying replace the 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 real versions with this content. I'm just saying, what if you still had those real versions and then you had the, quote, family friendly versions? Uh, so essentially what you're proposing is the the Walmart CD of of movies. Yeah. Now, I know that there there was a service out of, I think, Utah several years ago that would buy movies and then edit them further than yeah but that had, that had a religious uh yeah, that, that's that's not what i'm doing that that is, i just want to make sure that is not what i am arguing <laughs> i am not arguing that i'm just saying you know you've already got edited for time edited for content tv versions they're just sitting there now yeah you're still playing them on cable from time to time but like put them out there what 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 what's the problem? Why not? Why not try to take advantage of that? You know, I, I and I, I I feel one. I feel real weird saying that because again, I am I am you know someone who, if I had the choice, is not going to watch one of those things. I the, the movie Dazed and Confused has such one of the worst of these like, uh. You know, uh, intercut audio dunovers. I'm losing my ability to talk right now. Um, oh, the the um, the replacement lines. Yeah, the replacement lines. She called you a bimbo and you a slob. <laughs> like it's hilarious. Those things are very very funny, but it, they it, are funny, but they're also distracting. Like I, but they're only distracting. I if remember you remember watching. I, I mean, I remember. I specifically remember the first time I recognized this was one of the first time I saw uh, Predator on TV because I had rented Predator because my especially even younger because my dad was like, if it's a science fiction movie, I got a pass. Um, maybe not the. <laughs> the tightest of of uh, restrictions, but it's like it was a sci fi movie. He, he was fine with it. Um, so Terminator Aliens. Didn't matter. Um, that's how I squeaked by with a lot of stuff. But in the original movie, Arnold Schwarzenegger sees the uh, Predator for the very first time without its uh, gear and mask and says, what an ugly uh, mother effort. In the in the in the TV edit, and I remember being like kind of. I wasn't even paying attention to the movie at the time. I was just like hanging out with a buddy of mine. And I just heard him go, what an ugly monster. And I was like, what? I'm sorry, what did you call him? <laughs> like, that was it. <laughs> um, and and so, like, from an early, early age, I or earlier age, I, I recognized that there were certain lines in TV versions that were. And then there, there are plenty of websites that, like, just go down all all of the classics. I know you have a couple. <laughs> yeah. Well, but so so this is this is the other thing. And it's interesting that we talk about this because a lot of the time when we're talking about censorship in movies in the US, it's sex. You know, it's cutting out nudity, it's cutting out sexual situations and stuff like that. But in a case of a movie like Predator, which I definitely saw on cable before I ever saw it unedited. But Alien, Aliens, and Alien 3, I saw all of those on cable. Those movies were no less terrifying. Alien specifically was no less terrifying being aired on TV. Yeah, I mean, with with uh, with Alien specifically, Alien outside of one scene, really? 
isn't a crazy bloody movie. Like it's got a couple sequences, but it's it's not a, a, a gore fest. It's just a very tense haunted house movie in space. Yeah, really. But but as, and I think about those movies as 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 being a little different than talking about, you know, lines that they edited out of Ghostbusters or things like that, that, you know, not that I want my kids to watch Alien, but. I mean, if they're going to watch it, I don't want them to have. Like extra bad nightmares, I just want to have, I want them to have regular nightmares, you know. I mean, I, I, I guess um, <laughs> <laughs> I just I feel like. I mean, it's certainly something of a bygone error, and I understand why some people might want at least access to the ones that have already been made. I think. I think honestly, and and because this came up because of the uh, the Rebel Rebel Moon, I think actively recutting stuff, unless it's like I know Deadpool two, I think did it for a joke. They did the PG thirteen version of the movie. Um, Oh, I forgot about that. They did the they did the the uh, the Princess Bride with Fred Savage cut. Yeah. Which you could feasibly show to your kids, I think. Um, I mean, it's still PG. It's PG-13, which I, you know, I show. That's the thing. That is also the weird thing. I show my kids plenty of PG-13 movies. So many of the Star Wars movies are PG-13. So many of the Marvel movies are PG-13. Um, but there are other PG-13 movies that I definitely don't show them. And it's, it's well, a you're weird, not slinging the ring out there. <laughs> It's it's you know, it's it's one of those it's one of those things where, you know, Americans don't care about violence. We only care about sex. And that's the that is a weird. That's absolutely true. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm honestly I'm not honestly not sure how much more I have to say on this subject. Um, it's just a well, couple- I, I think I, I think what I, I'm curious about is is I know you said you would like to have access to the movies that have already had TV edits. I am I'm curious if what you you are proposing is that studios spend more resources to make quote unquote I guess streaming edits for for younger audiences. So this is this well uh, so again this is something that I have thought about in the case of one thing in particular and that is my my kids my daughter in particular is getting into Star Trek and she wants to watch some of the newer Star Trek stuff. And some of that stuff is absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. But then Star Trek Discovery has full frontal Klingon nudity and F-bombs. Not all over the place, but in enough places where it's like, I don't really want to be surprised by that. I don't want my kid, my my <laughs> eight-year-old like, to... You got like 21 plus seasons of other Star Trek you can show her before getting to that point. So, sure. I mean, I mean b- that, b- by that point, I'm, the Twilight I'm, Princess will be old enough to hear the F-bomb. Again, I'm I'm lucky that that is the case. But there's there's in, in the streaming world, there is this sort of more. I don't know whether it's the generations of people that are making the content, but like even like even a show like Stranger Things, which is probably the closest analog to what we what we would have watched in the 80s like some of the some of the movies and tv i mean it's based in the 80s stranger things is how we remember the 80s right and and that's the thing and that's what's the great thing about that show too but like uh but that 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 show is also made for 
adults. It is. It really is made for. I mean, it's it's, like, it's generally PG thirteen, but it's made for people who grew up in the eighties and nineties. Sure, it's made for adults, except the, the the you get an S word out of it, which is about the hardest word you get, and you get some terrifying monsters and stuff. Yeah, and there's no I mean, nudity. It's, it's PG thirteen for sure, and, and there is merchandise on every aisle of every big store about stranger things and to the point where your kids want to watch stranger things and you're questioning whether you let them watch stranger things or not my brother in christ we had alien toys we had robocop toys which by the way i want to pause you right now in target right now you can buy a new version of the old alien toys oh i know i've seen them <laughs> i i saw i saw ape an apone figure the other day and i was like it didn't look like this in the movies oh my gosh <laughs> it's a re-release of the alien action figure that's wild i mean they've again, been doing that a lot for the adult uh, market across the board we, um, i mean we we've talked about this or at least we've talked about this yeah off air, I, I like that's the about, thing is like we can't talk about the advertising because like that was done that's always been the case there you were, know we had rambo cartoons rambo cartoons and rambo toys robo i mean we, we watched the robocop cartoon as part of <laughs> as part of right this. that's a movie that you know so uh, 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 i think stranger things is the least of anyone's concern yeah. but it's, <laughs> it's one of those things where you know if that was released back in the 80s and 90s there would have been a a, a video cut or an hbo cut or whatever i and then there would have it been probably would have been and and no one would have thought the wiser i don't think people would have batted an eyelid when because if you think about like the goonies for example and like even the tv ads in the 80s probably weren't that serious it wasn't really until like the 90s that people started looking at that movie and, and, and sometimes that one didn't get edited that much at all um like movies like that they kind of gloss over well, and that's the thing. Right. Well, that's that's another thing about it. And this is where I, I think about the the uh, I think about uh, Stranger Things is that like kids used to curse in movies. They don't really do yeah. that anymore. There's a couple of movies where they do. I'm not going to say that it's not a blanket statement. Well, and that's but like that's what what I like about movies that treat their kids like real characters. Um, and there's and I mean, again, we we do the trunk or treat and stuff. And I love all that stuff because the, the for kids for a certain age at least need access to something i think night books was a great one um but yeah i mean outside of the you, you, you get stranger things you have a couple of indie releases that have come out you had uh, you super talked, eight you talked about night books that like going back to that movie that was a netflix netflix original movie uh mm -hmm. horror movie targeted at kids for kids but, but it, actually scary it, it's actually scary and it rides that line of it doesn't have mm -hmm. any of the content that would get it blocked. There's no blood. There's no cursing or anything like that. But it is pretty scary in a few places. And that's the oh, kind absolutely. of and that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about. And that's the thing that I feel like. When, when it comes to content, we're missing a bit of we're missing a bit of. Like we have plenty. You, of, were, you were you were touching on a different subject altogether, and I, I'm glad you are, because this is what i i talk about almost every year when we do trunk or treat is like no one is treating the young audiences as audiences they are treating them like uh a demographic like a consumer and not consumers of art and yes. i think the kids can tell and i look at i look at uh you know look at nightbooks like that and and i think like that we have plenty of 
edgy content in this world right now. I'm not talking about edgy content. What I'm talking no. about is sophisticated ed- content <laughs> or edgy content for a specific age range that we do not have. Like, I, absolutely. I, I, I'm looking at a movie like Nimona that just came out, um, came out on Netflix. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's not, you know, it's, you know, there are plenty of people that are upset about some of the content in Nimona. Those people are wrong. But, um, yeah, that, that's a whole other conversation. That that's not that that, but that is like a movie that is like edgy enough for a specific age range, and that's what I what I like about it. Um, all, and also the message is good, and it's really fun, and it's really yeah, good. no, no, it's great. But, uh, uh, graphic novel is great. But uh, but yeah, so so I think I've I I, just, I don't know, I don't really, I, I didn't really have a point with this. I think it was just one of those things where I wanted to talk about it and see you know to, to get, get get a reflection of that because you know I i'm just know. glad this wasn't a case of like you just wanted to like spout different funny lines from made for tv or edited oh, for tv no. versions for like no, 30 minutes no, no. i do find <laughs> a was, lot of that those was, that was my initial worry <laughs> i do find a lot of those very very funny but no that that's not not exactly my, my point here my point is just that like when it comes to media consumption you know i'm 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 a parent of the 2020s and there are things that I am more overly protective of than my parents were to me. And I, I think that's a part of, you know, just media literacy, if anything, um, and, and paying attention to things and caring about things that, you know, sometimes you don't really want to care about, but like, I don't know. It was, it just want to talk about it. And you know what? If you <laughs> like, if you, I, I'm the I'm the uncle that like when the when the just turned ten year old wants to watch Tremors, I'm sitting down next to them on TV, like, yeah, we can watch Tremors. That's another movie I watch Tremors all the time on Sci Fi so, Channel. So before before anyone says anything, I I also had confirmed it with his parents that he'd already seen it with them, um, <laughs> and, and he looked and he loved it. I thought you were talking so, about a a, a, a a hypothetical situation, but <laughs> oh no, no, I 100% watched uh, Tremors with a uh, 10 year old nephew. Um, uh, I mean, Tremors is fine. Tremors is Tremors is great. Actually, aside from the language, Tremors has nothing nothing crazy about it. That's the thing. I don't even I don't even remember the language in Tremors, but that's probably oh, because I haven't Kevin seen Bacon. The, uh, Kevin Bacon and uh, Fred Ward are cursing every third word. Like, I mean, they they say goddamn like it's like um like it like it's breaking up words like it's so fun. I mean, honestly it's two of my favorite like performances in a creature feature ever i i love that movie we <laughs> recently did it for uh, kaiju versus history me and patrick and uh uh even patrick's uh wife said he rated it too low i was at 10 it's I a fun movie the it's trimmers movie. the trimmers poster as a kid terrified the jaws rip off oh yeah. yeah yeah it terrified me i never wanted to see that movie and then like five years later i'm watching it on sci-fi channel on a saturday afternoon it was hilarious oh yeah it's another, a great movie yeah, another thing sci-fi channel doing a lot of this stuff saturday anime you remember saturday anime miles japanimation yeah they would play anime movies on a saturday morning i watched akira for the akira, first time I, 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 on a but, saturday so, morning Akira was a defining moment for many elder millennials because that movie talk about something that gave you some trauma, um, but also that, a movie that, movie, that they definitely movie, even, cut even, content even a TV out of. edit is rough. Yeah, like 
it was like I watched uh, I watched that. I watched Vampire Hunter D. Um, there's a bunch there's a bunch of movies that they played on Sci Fi Channel on the Saturday mornings that that were edited versions. But it's reasons that I saw them. Is that Vampire Hunter? But is yeah. that the new one? Yeah. There's only two. Is there only two? Yeah. Oh, well, I haven't watched Vampire yeah, Hunter D. Uh, it, it's the original film. Um, and Bloodlust is actually pretty good. Um, so, but so anyway, yeah, um, I'm I'm honestly more interested to hear what uh, our listening audience thinks about this. I'm sure I, you I'm, know what? I, I'm sure I'm going to be in the minority of this discussion in thinking that. Well, this, no, this not necessarily. Be I mean, because you're you're not saying anything like. Oh, this the this is this the way it needs to be like, you're not coming off like that. I, I do want I do want to, you know, say that about you like you're not you're not coming off a certain certain way. Um and and I think that's great. I, I I like you would be very very curious uh, if people wrote into uh, about how they feel about the issue or 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 their opinions. I mean, I know me. I'm a lot more chaotic punk rock. Like, look, watch whatever you want. Yeah. Um, I have I have all, but I I was that way as a kid. Like, I remember it was like if I ever a kid, my kids gonna watch. Her. Um, and I, I, I that's why I'm not a parent. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's, 100%. It's, I, uh, it's an easy thing to say until you have kids and they accidentally stumble upon something that they're not supposed to be watching yet and start repeating it at school. And then oh, I have- mean, <laughs> the, the thing is, several <laughs> nephews and nieces know that, oh, they can ask Uncle, Uncle Miles if they can watch something because Uncle Miles is not going to say no <laughs> until I ask. And then just like someone says, hey, don't let them watch this. Uh, then 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 we have to address that. Um, but. <laughs> yeah nine times out of ten like well we'll, it, we'll we'll ask uncle miles yeah actually we'll ask aunt krista too because she hates saying no just because she loves being the sweet aunt <laughs> <laughs> well with that said gang um us i, I want to hear what you guys think uh tell me i'm wrong tell me i'm right either way probably wrong uh, well, like I, said, I don't think it's wrong or right. I just I think that you have an interesting situation that you want to to discuss. And I think it's more than just having a podcast episode about it. I think it'd be better for like a roundtable discussion with other nerds and other people, because I mean, one to you know reminisce about. Yeah, I mean, I think that TV edits have served an important part of the coming of age of so many people from our time and kids today you know, for better or worse, do not have that option. And I, I agree with you there. Like, even though I would still want rather watch, you know, the version, like not even having the option does suck. And so like if a kid wanted to watch, um, you know, Terminator 2. There's no there's no option other than watching the R rated film, which I mean, it's really R rated for a couple of scenes and nothing crazy. Um, but. You know, like if if the Goblin King said, hey, dad, I want to watch Terminator 2. I heard this movie's awesome. Well, you have to talk to him about the R rated movie or like he's got to wait, you know, and that, well, that no, sucks. Honestly, what it, what it would be for me is, well, son, you got to watch Terminator 2 without watching Terminator. You got to watch the first one first and da, 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 and then that's yeah, but are you going to let him watch the Terminator is the question. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so so I mean, I. I think where you're coming from is 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 uh you're not coming from a, a place of bad faith. I think you do have a genuine concern. I think it, it is interesting. And I certainly watched a ton of stuff that was 
edited for TV because that was my gateway to watching it. I discovered a lot of cool things because of it. And like you said, you know, Aliens is still scary, even in the made for TV version. And I've watched it. It's come on TV before. It's still great. Like, you know, when I was at a hotel or something, just surfing the channels, Aliens is on. Cool. So I think I, I do think it's a very interesting discussion. And I don't know if there's an answer in the streaming age other than, hey, can we get those made for TV versions as an added bonus, like a special feature? I wouldn't be surprised if it happened in the coming years. Uh, but uh, like, I, I, I think that's a cool thing. But otherwise, yeah, I don't I don't know, because asking people asking studios, especially now to to spend more money on resources to edit another version of the film is it's a big ask and it's a big ask but i'm really curious about that But you have the biggest streamer making that choice for one of the biggest most expensive well they're yeah but they're doing it for one specific thing they're not doing it for they're doing for something because they already spent the money and they need that money to be well spent it's a different situation you're 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 not getting edited versions of um you know deadwood or something you know exactly so with, with that said tell us what you think about this whole process you can find us at the more you nerd on x formerly twitter uh, uh I, I i still call it twitter i refuse to give you almost the satisfaction by yeah, calling it something it's stupid twitter. it's twitter it's twitter uh you can find us uh at facebook.com slash the more you nerd uh you can uh uh find us on blue sky at, at the more you nerd maybe we I'll still eventually, haven't I'll, I'll pop posted there. anything there uh so that's that's fun i think i responded to our friend dj and that's about it <laughs> <laughs> and you can also email us the more you nerd at gmail.com that's the more you nerd at gmail.com and if you would like to talk to me and miles specifically about this go to cosmiccrit.com that's our starfinder actual role play podcast live play podcast uh where you can find a link to our cosmic crit discord where there is a more you nerd section that you can actually talk to us about this and just, you know, give me a hard time while I'm at work one day about how uh, my whole take on this is dumb and stupid. And you know what? I will respectfully probably agree. Disagree. I'll probably agree. I'll probably agree. I'll cave and I'll be like, yeah, I'm dumb. I'm dumb, but it's okay. You never do that to me. <laughs> so uh next week we didn't talk about next week uh we have a couple of ideas kicking around but i think one that might have stuck out is um the movie's better than the book Ooh, what could that possibly mean uh so with that said gang we yeah well it means exactly what it says it means because it's an english language no, no one saw on the audio podcast the face that i gave drew <laughs> <laughs> So with that said, gang, we're going to end the show as we always do with a rousing nerd, nerd out. out to nerf y'all. <laughs> <laughs>